Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a special shout out to all of our Patreon patrons out there. That's right. If you like this podcast and would like to support us, well, for as little as $5 a month, you get all kinds of extra bonus things. There's almost a hundred extra exclusive content pieces of audio that you can only get through our Patreon. There's also our amazing Facebook group. We have watch parties. You can listen to us live stream. You can even chat with the host. It's amazing. And if you join, you get your name right at the beginning. So a big thank you to our patrons, Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Miss. Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kel C, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, James and Allie J, Jody, Samantha, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, B, Kristen B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Special thank you to all of them for supporting us, and you can too. Just go to Patreon and find us. I'd also like to thank our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, well, they or you need to get to ludlamdramatics.com. They create and sell educational posters and resources specifically for theater teachers. There are informational posters you can get telling you parts of stage, how to do stage makeup, how to measure for costumes, all kinds of very handy things and resources for your classroom. So many motivational items. It is amazing. So check them out. All right, my friends, I'm putting on a rerun this week because we are so busy, crazy with Halloween coming up. This is an episode from one year ago, episode 108. It features an amazing cast, and I hope you enjoy it and love it and like it. We'll be back on the main feed with a new episode very soon. There's also a special episode that's only releasing on Patreon this week if you're interested in hearing about it. All right, my friends, I love you. Kisses. Enjoy episode 160. That's really episode 108. Cheers. nose on it. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. Welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. And with me today, I have Count Chocolate. You do have Count Chocolate, and I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. Also joining us today is Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us on her first day not teaching, Miss Lucy Lane. Why? <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here. Today was the day after Halloween, the first Monday. It's fall. The weather's like going batshit. It's about to turn like going from here in Texas, like 70 in the daytime to being like 50 in the daytime with rain. And the kids were up all night eating candy and getting shitty. And so they, they, were, they were crazy today. They were nutty. And not only were they nutty, like school officials were kind of nutty too at the same time. So my son was playing football like a couple weeks ago and he got a concussion as can happen. And part of the concussion, the part of the concussion protocol was he had to take half days off of school. 
And this was the doctor signed it and the school said, okay. And so the school said, well, if you want, he could be at school. We just won't have him in those classes. So in football, instead of being in class, he would pretty much just sit next to the trainer and be like the trainer's bitch. And then for his other class, he would just like sit in the library. Well, I got an email or a letter from the district saying, you know what, since your child has missed four periods worth of school in this nine weeks, we're considering this a loss of credit. He might need to repeat these classes. Oh, no, you what? didn't. And so I called the AP and I was like, hey, so I got this notice saying these classes aren't going to count. Like, yeah, it's a new state rule. I was like, these were doctor mandated things. And it's from a concussion. He got playing football for your school. I said, he was literally at school. What does he need to do? Well, he's going to need to attend tutorials before and after school. I said, let me stop you right there. I said, uh-huh. the two classes you're making him do tutorials for are drama and football. He is already at football at six in the morning before school every single day. And he's after school in theater till 530 every day. What more can you do? Well, we're not supposed to let that count as extracurricular towards. I was like, what are you wanting him oh, to do? Bullshit. I said, he literally was in football with the trainer every single day. Well, okay. Well, we need to make sure as average, like he's got straight A's. Uh, he's like, well, I don't know. It's just a state mandated thing. We have to do that. I was like, yeah, do you need me to come up there? No, no, sir. Um, I think we're fine. <laughs> I think uh, we've got this straightened out. And, you know, these things are just auto-generated. Yeah. You dumb shit. He missed four days of school because you guys told him he had to be out. Why are you trying to penalize him even more? It's, it's auto-generated ridiculous. because someone's not going in fucking correcting it. Like you're supposed yeah. to. Like every like we have multiple kids in concussion protocol, or it's like for someone who gets hurt during the season, whatever season. You could have broken a wrist in volleyball and now during seventh period every day you're in the library like catching up on things because you can't write with your left hand or something like that. Extreme mm-hmm. like it's one of the things that a good AP or teacher will, you know, or your admins assistant secretary or whoever's going to do it goes in and just makes a note to correct it because the student is on campus and we have some kind of circumstance that causes you to change it. I don't know why that's not an issue. But the guy was trying to make it. He's like, well, he's going to need to attend tutorials. For what? He's already there after school and before school voluntarily for both of these things. 11 hours uh, was, a day. What the heck? <laughs> I know. No, he's like putting in almost 12-hour days most of the time. It is nuts. I don't have the energy to be at school 12 hours a day. And, oh. and making straight A's. Yeah, and he's doing good on top of that. He's way better than I was at that age. And then I had a kid today who was just being an ass in class. And we're talking young kid, like we're like pre-K age kid. And his consequence for, you know, being a little shit was not getting a sticker. And you know what? I stand by that. I feel I was a fair and honest teacher for him being a little shit. But I got an email from his mom wanting to explain everything that led up to him not getting a sticker. And I'm trying my damnedest to send an email saying, I'm sorry, your three-year-old was acting like a shitty little three-year-old. Because, I mean, he wasn't, like, trying to kiss people or putting his hands in people's pants. He was just being a little ass and running around all nuts like a kid the day after Halloween. So he didn't get a sticker. I don't want to have to spend a time writing an email justifying why this little fucker didn't get a sticker. He didn't get it. Move on. He can get a sticker next time if he it has his shit together. Oh, it was a scratch and sniff. Oh. It was mango scratch and sniff. One of the best. Oh. I got the good scratch and sniff Snickers. Man, scratch and sniff. That dude's scarred for at least another grade. 
Oh, I had a kid lose his shit because he didn't get the grape one, and he got to smell everyone else's grape sticker, but he didn't get a grape smell <laughs> sticker. You bet that kid's been the best behaved kid ever since then. He's like, are we going to do grape again? I was like, I got to cycle through. I got like 20 other flavors we got to get through first. <laughs> we got to handle like the nasty banana one. Ew, but yeah, that's I just know. me. And I'm just whiny because I'm tired because I was up late stealing my kids' candy. Count, what's going on with you? Oh, man. Before first period, walked into school. There was a fight going on today, so that was cool. <laughs> I'll blame that on the Halloween sugar and candy. It's rare that you see someone throw a haymaker so hard that it like he threw himself off the ground and missed and then landed. <laughs> and then the other kid like punched him once and then his friend pulled him off. And I was like, hey, 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 that's enough. <laughs> and, and so that, that's kind of what I do. And normally it's, it's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And then they all kind of dispersed. And then I saw like an administrator come around the corner asking, like, what happened? I was like, man, I don't know what I walked into. Man. All I know is the kids were cutting up in the parking lot and like, I barely got in on time. Things are going well. We are trying to fill in gaps that <laughs> are as a result of the lack of learning. School's going well. All is well. I am going to take out my dad tax on some Halloween candy today. Actually, I think the, the, the chocolate drops kind of set a few things aside for me, so I'm kind of happy about that. They know my favorites. Oh, that's nice. Now, I've been just slowly taking candy left and right, and it's got like, I pretty much have the week, and then I send it all home with their mom this weekend. <laughs> like, no exceptions. Like, all the candy just get out the house. So I kind of have like a little bit of a candy bender. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not feeling the candy as much this year. I feel like there's not the variety there used to be with like some of the knockoff Dollar General candy. I feel like everyone got like the same Kroger bag that had like, six different ba brands. There's no mm -hmm. Mr. Crackle in there. There's no, like, just some of the odd random stuff. There's barely any Tootsie Rolls in there. So Man, that's I, just me. I'm grumpy about I, it. When I got home today, my kids were having, like, a candy swap with a couple of neighbors. Aww. And there was one of them who was, who was jockeying real strong for the Mr. Crackle. And the, uh, for the Crackle and uh, Mr. Goodbar. Yeah, mm -hmm. those, those yeah, were rare. Yeah, there were no good bars. There was no crackle. There was no Nestle Crunch. I love those little blue Nestle Crunch. You know what, though? The Nestle Crunch, for whatever reason, always tasted stale on Halloween to me. I was really? like, yeah. They were always had that little like white powder on them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they've been sitting around for a real long time. I never found a good like Nestle's Crunch in my life. Huh. Have you ever bought like a full size one? You regret it. You really just need the bite, the two bite size one. If you ever get a full size one, like that's too much. I don't like that. It's not good. Miss Bunny, how was your first Halloween with Fufu? Did you like parade Fufu out like with a little like costume or something or what's up? Uh, I did not. We dressed her up and handed out candy at the house, but uh, she slept through the whole thing. So <laughs> Today was also your first day back. Tell us the story of your first day back after maternity leave. Well, I had two kids ask if I was still pregnant, so that was fun. <laughs> e. Sorry, that's so funny. Savage assholes. Gosh. <laughs> I'm laughing because if you left to have a baby, why would you still be pregnant? Yeah. This is so it's too soon. And it's I didn't even realize... I realize I am not a size two at this point. It has been many, many years since I have been. I'm not as ginormous as I was when I was freaking nine months pregnant the last time they saw me. Honestly, buddy, <laughs> it's not you. Think about how stupid they have to be to ask that question. <laughs> I mean, that's why I laugh so hard. I'm like, what? <laughs> it mostly went okay. Um, 
My thing is that I give them one day of candy amnesty. If you can't beat them, join them. You get one day of being able to eat candy. And yeah. then you don't do it anymore and you quit your bitching about it. You get today and then tomorrow we're back on it. And they mostly respect that. The notes that my long-term sub left. And I wish I could say I was surprised by some of the names that were left on the list, but I was not surprised. <laughs> what was the condition of your room? Was it more or less the way you left it? It really was. No, I had oh, a that's really awesome. good... I had a really good long-term sub, made sure everything was pretty much exactly the way I left it. So that was good. Was this the sub that got COVID? Yeah. I take it he bounced back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a mild case. He said he only felt bad for about 48 hours. And then on the flip side, we have Miss Lucille Lane, who had her first day out of public school. Tell us about it. Tell us about your grand. Did you leave the school, like, riding on a horse, flipping people off left and right, saying, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you? I mean, tell us your exodus. What happened? Honestly, I made the executive decision that I wasn't going back my last day. Like, I wasn't going back, going back Friday. So yeah. I uh, left school a little early, and I turned in all of my technology, my badges, my parking passes, all of it. I went back to school to be respectful, because I could have just left, um, to be respectful, to take kids out to their cars and everything, and... Uh, then I left without saying goodbye to anyone because I didn't want to go through all that. I just kind of want to slip out. It is what it is. I don't want to, honestly, and there's some people that I just don't want to talk to. I I don't want to be like, yeah, I'll miss you too. When I'm not, I'm not going to be alive. So I just kind of, uh, slipped out and I skipped on Friday and did my own little thing. And um, I, I'm glad I did because, you know, today was a little overwhelming because beginnings are hard, but yeah. uh, it won't be that hard forever. So uh, yeah, just a little overwhelming, but I, I did get up this morning and I didn't have to go anywhere. It was nice. I just put on like a, a nice sweater so that I didn't have to like, like on camera, I looked decent. Um, my cat slept on my lap all day while I did stop. It was just so great. Like I, That's I, awesome. I, so ha- I'm so happy. <laughs> That's great. Sounds like a weight's been lifted from you. Yeah. Yeah. I even like napped for my lunch. <laughs> that's that's that scrum tralescent. That's Maybe. amazing. <laughs> oh, what a good word. <laughs> this is from the Reddits from user Miss Pliss. When did it become the expectation that parents call home for behavioral issues? This is my 10th year and my fourth school. At my first two schools slash four years, I was never expected to handle behavioral issues beyond the very basic corrective actions. If a kid skipped or disrupted class, the principal handled it. These days, if a kid doesn't show up to class, it's my responsibility to let the parents know and admin doesn't get involved unless it happens again. Is the difference a matter of time or location? Mm. I think it's a little bit of location because I've been at schools where it's both ways. There are some schools where the admin is very happy to be the first line of defense between you and a parent. If there's any issue, they will be the ones to make the contact. However, I know recently, as in like the last 
probably eight or nine years of me teaching. The big thing is there be no surprises between a parent if there's anything going on at school. And so they want the teacher to notify to build the rapport. So if the kid's acting an ass, even just a little bit, you need to reach out and make contact to talk about it. I don't know. I've got different mixed feelings about that. I do feel there needs to be an open line of communication. Like I don't want the parent teacher conference to be the first time I'm told that like, Hey, your kid's like burning shit on school and, flipping everybody off. I need to hear about that beforehand. I feel we have so much shit we have to do as teachers anyway. It's hard for us to handle all discipline and parent contact. I, I don't know, Count, as a counselor, what's your take on this? I'm from the same school of like, there shouldn't be any surprises come the end of the quarter. Mm-hmm. And so from a grade perspective, it's always like, when we see, when counselors see grades, I am assuming that like the student is well aware that, oh, they got a 42% in the class or you got a 68, you were super close, can't change it, what should you have done differently? Um, Which essentially means that there should have been some kind of communication, an email, some kind of reminder or something to parents that go out to say, hey, your child is, you know, in danger of not passing and not when you get the semester report card that says, this semester, you only are in credit for two classes as opposed to seven. And I think the downside to that is it, it is one more thing that is placed on a teacher's plate. A lot of times, I think our administrators handle bigger things um, aside from like a classroom discipline kind of an issue. But if a kid's like being a complete ass, uh, I definitely want to hear from a teacher who was there who can kind of recount what happened as opposed to just getting it from like an administrator who's saying hey, your kid's been suspended for three days <laughs> as yeah. a result of something that took place in the classroom. Cause I think ultimately this still comes back to the teacher. Uh, it sucks, but I, yeah, that, that is kind of like that teacher responsibility in my opinion. Now that, that firsthand account is important. Cause I know there are several times when talking to an admin, especially when it comes down to like an instant report where something happened, whether it was a fight or a child, the principal really doesn't know what's going on other than the little slip of paper that was sent into the room or written really quick. And so it's sometimes hard for them to say, hey, Joey got in a fight because blah, 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 because they honestly don't know. They're hearing the information secondhand. And so I can see where the value comes from hearing it from the teacher. But Ms. Bunny, what are your thoughts? I was honestly surprised when I read this because I've been teaching for nearly 20 years and it has Every school I've ever been in, and I'm on my fourth school now, third third school district and fourth campus, and it has always been policy that we that parent the teachers had to call parents for discipline issues. The last campus I was at before this one, you weren't even allowed to send a kid to the office until you'd contacted parents, unless it was something for like a fight in the hallway. But if we're talking for like classroom disruptions, like skipping class or disruptive behavior or whatever, we had to have documented parent contact at least twice before we were allowed to write a kid up. Wow. I wonder how you handle something like that when like you can't teach and you can't stop the class sometimes to, you know, call a parent to say, hey, your kid's being a shithead right now. And then also you have those parents who don't answer the phone or they're working and they just can't. I mean, they might have given the number of some pizza hut three hours away. And so you don't know what's going on. So I wonder how that works when parents like know what's coming or they just don't want to answer the phone. How is your school going to handle that? Uh, we definitely yeah. had we definitely had issues with that. You had to document that you had made attempted to make contact. And if you had tried to call two, three times and hadn't ever been able to reach someone, 
then admin would get involved and like try to track down a working number or whatever. Yeah. But we definitely had like we, we definitely had issues with with that, with not being able to reach parents or parents that would say between the hours of 8 a.m. and 3.30, he's your problem, don't call me anymore. Lucille, what about you? Well, I know when I was teaching last week, we had a, um, a procedure, right? You have to document and they have to hit so many points, I guess, until you have to take action, which I think is just really um, bullshit. Um, but that's how it was. And it was one of the first steps to take was teachers contact parents. So I think this, I think, I think it's, it's safe to say it is like a, a new thing. Um, I do believe that admin should definitely be involved with that because I think it would, I think it would avoid a lot of problems. Like it's, we're coming from admin, coming from the the classroom. But I, I know that the standards are changing. I know for like a lot of elementary schools, they have a thing where they want the parent to be contacted at least weekly, no matter what for every single student in your class because they want you to build that rapport. So if things go bad or things go downhill, you already have a line of contact ready to go. And they say even the first few weeks, just call and just brag on the kids. Like, hey, I had little Timmy. Timmy was amazing. They turned their working on time. He's making great friends. I can't wait to see more of him. Just wanted to let you know, have a good week. And so that way when shit hits the fan, like, yeah, Timmy pulled a knife again today. He was doing coke in the bathroom. We need to have a sit down. Yeah, that's something our school did too. You have to make positive phone calls. Mm -hmm. A week, five a week is what it was. But as someone who really doesn't like talking on the phone, especially to strangers, that's kind of a little bit of anxiety hell. Like I can place orders, like I can call like a pizza place and place an order. But just to call up a stranger and talk business definitely gives me a little bit of level of anxiety where I would much rather shoot off an email real quick. And Yes, agreed. And the time, right? The time it takes. Oh, yeah. And God forbid you get a parent that's a talker and wants oh, to tell God. you, like, that's Timmy's weird. life You'll history. The whole life story. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, his grandma had a problem doing coke in the bathroom, too. You know, she was in Studio 54 and just like, oh, my God, shut up, woman. Shut up. I don't <laughs> care about you or your fucked up family. Hey, guys, guess what? what? What's up? What's up, man? Yeah. We have a Patreon! Ooh, that sounds dirty. I like it. (laughs) It's true. It is not dirty. It is wholesome and endearing and good for your mental health. For as little as $5 to $10 a month, you can join our Patreon and get access to all kinds of extra episodes, special events. We had a watch party last weekend for Jennifer's Body. We do some live episodes. We have the step bet that's currently going. There's all kinds of stuff, as well as our Facebook group where you can meet and chat with online, you know, teachers who have a similar mindset to you so come join our teacher and drink podcast patreon now do it now Woo! so would you rather have a stranger wipe your butt after every poop or have a fat bald man appear out of nowhere and hit on you every time you sneeze bum, 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 bum. um miss oh, bunny which would you rather have I think I'm going to take my chance with the uh, the person hitting on me. Yeah, because I respect that. I feel like it could almost be funny, you know. Like I'm picturing cheesy pickup lines. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in my head, they're not like the like a really drunk, determined guy. It's more like, hey, how's it going? Like the flirty work buddy. (laughs) 
And yeah. just having a stranger wipe your butt, like, would you have to make eye contact with them? Would they are they allowed to comment? Like, oh my God, you had corn last night. I mean Is it a different I, I, stranger every time? Well, they wouldn't be a stranger. They wouldn't be a stranger if you already met them. It'd be like oh, Carl true. the guy who wipes true. your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Carl the guy. So Count, what about you? Are you gonna have a, a strange fat bald man start hitting on you, or are you gonna have strangers wipe your butt? No, I mean man, they're let me strangers. Get, let, me, so. let me get the guy hitting on me. I'll I'll take that um, every single day, only because well, there's probably a lot of factors, but the biggest factor is I just I feel like I could easily be violated with someone wiping my butt, and that is not <laughs> like. And then I also and then like I really like like clean bathrooms, like my own bathroom. That means if I'm at home and I just you know I just drop a deuce, then you know. Instantly, someone knocks on the door and comes in and says, "Count, I'm here to uh, <laughs> wipe you, to wipe you down, <laughs> or wipe you up, or you know." <laughs> and then, yeah, no, nope, <laughs> I'll just you. You can he can appear like he can like pop up like a genie and just hit me with the cheesy. I'll, I'll go with the cheesy lines with Bunny, um, or even the aggressive lines. And I'm I'm not one to I'll, I'll curb a man. I will. Yeah, he can, he can <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've turned I've turned down anxious or aggressive people before. I don't know. The only time I think the sneeze thing would really go downhill is if I'm like naked in the shower and like I sneeze in the shower and all of a sudden like there's the fat naked bald man. He's like, hey, handsome. I'm like, oh shit, not now, man. Really? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm scrubbing my hair. But Lucille, what about you? You're gonna have the wiper or the flirter? Well, here's the thing, you know. As I'm picturing all of this, like, I think of, like, the wiper as, like, your regular bathroom attendant, like, pulling up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Ugh. And I can't stand bathroom attendants anyway. I definitely sneeze less than I do shit, right? I mean, does people, <laughs> I mean, how often yeah. do you actually sneeze? I don't sneeze every day, so. What, I will say this. It's funny you 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 you're choosing that to ask. You know the what if or or what would you rather? Because today I literally sneezed like thirty times. <laughs> An allergy pill, but yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the hitting on me. Go for it, dude. I'm just gonna ignore you every time. Every it's time. Like, just because I know it's coming. You know they start talking like yeah 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 I got it I sneezed all right. <laughs> move along move along move along oh my goodness <laughs> also my bathroom like i've got a big master bathroom but the toilet's like when one of those little cubbies like the toilet's off to the side of the master bathroom and that little stall thing isn't that big where there's really not much room for another person to come in there and wipe me i mean they'd have to like come in from the front and come down under and right that's see, to, like, I keep wondering like out. do i have to like bend over and spread or is someone gonna like reach in the bolt like yeah i it's guess not the like magic there's a hand come that comes up, up and yes you know like just i feel like i'm and in, inviting someone to my cavity and I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. So Elvis, so I've been to your bathroom. So like you literally would have to like lean forward, which means like yep. it would be in their crotch anyway. Yep. Uh. You know what I mean, like, it's just a bad, it's just a bad situation. And if it's a stranger, I'd feel the need to apologize. Like it's normally not like this. I am so sorry. Like um, <laughs> you can turn the fan on. I, I, I'm so sorry. And with the guy who's hitting on you, I mean, you assume he's hitting on you because he likes you. So, I mean, if I'm sneezing and then like I just got done jogging, I'm sweaty. I'm like, well, 
he's into it. So, all right, well, move <laughs> along, man. Move along. Well, thanks for joining oh us for God. another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink <laughs> podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with here, Ms. Lucille Lane. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you were able to. And Count Chocolate, it was wonderful having you here. I appreciate you still putting up with me. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, welcome back to the world of teaching, Ms. Bunny O'Hare. I'm glad you're back. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure as always. All right, folks, make sure you're taking care of yourselves out there. This is starting to become the grungy time of year. So make sure you're getting some vitamin D and getting outside while you can. Ooh. Anyway, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers, everyone. Woo! Yeah. Cheers. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of uh, teacher needs a drink podcast. Sorry, brain fart right there. I'm doing this in between classes. I'd like to thank all of my hosts who are here with me. I'd like to thank everyone who chipped in on this podcast. I heard Count. I heard, uh, I almost called her by her regular name. I'm not even going to say names. Thank you for everyone who is listening. I love you. Appreciate you. Like I said, if you have something you'd like to share with us, hit us up to the contact page of our website, teacher needs a drink podcast, where you can also leave a voice memo that can be played on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Ludlam Dramatics for sponsoring us because they are beautiful. Thank you, friends. Enjoy. Cheers. So if you sneeze three times back to back to back, it's Beetlejuice. Sneezes come in threes. Are we getting three (laughs) different folks that like... (laughs) No, you get the the same bald fat guy coming up three times. (laughs) <laughs> so he like says a pickup line, use, turns around, then, comes back with another line, turns around, comes back with another line, all in like he's 10 He's going to have like a book with him. <laughs>